now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're doing what we do. The only thing we apparently know how to do anymore. Uh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. anything we're good at, Anything I guess. we're good at. And, and that's questionable. That, you're right. <laughs> Aside from uh, backing up other singers and well, stuff, that, yeah, we, we do, do that. that. Yeah. And then we just drive up and down the road. And find music. Find music. Yeah. That's about it. Which is, you know, great. It's it's out there. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. All you got to do is just pick it up pick and listen it up, to it. Look at it. Yeah. You can find it. Just take a look. You yeah. Know, it'll be there. So people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? Well, that's a that's a good question. And we, we used to struggle with it, but we don't anymore. We snuggle with it now. We snuggle with yeah. it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I mean, there's a, a lot of opinions. There's a lot of definitions. We have uh, one of each, and it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, uh, we believe it's music with... Distinctive, Distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's right. And having said that, it's a big palette. Oh, it's all kind of music. It's you everywhere. Know? It, it could be rockabilly. It could be. It could be classical. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be jazz, gospel, ragtime, rock and roll, bubble gum. It could be show tunes. It could be swing. It could be the Bakersfield sound. <laughs> it could be Cajun. And you know what else it could be? I know boogaloo. <laughs> Our favorite is It has Google. been and it will be. And the format of the show is that uh, we each show up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's correct. That's, That's the only rule. Only rule. And uh, we take turns starting the show. And uh, I believe you started last week. I Leo. did. So this t- is your turn to start. All right. Well, uh, a few episodes ago, uh, I featured a tune by Al Hurt, uh, Java. Java, right. Okay. Yep. Remember that song, Grew Up With It and Everything? You bet. And, you know, I just assumed that he wrote the song like you do, you know, mm-hmm. but, yep, uh, sure. but he didn't. Uh, it was written by a guy by the name of Alan Toussaint. Okay. Alan what? Toussaint. Toussaint. Or Tau Saint. Tau Saint. It could be uh, in, in Kansas. That's how we'd probably pronounce it. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, he was uh, influential in uh, New Orleans rhythm and blues from the 50s, you know, kind of to the end, end of the century. He, um, uh, he, he listened to some of the compositions that he, uh, he wrote, though. Whipped Cream, Java, Mother-in-Law, I Like It Like That, Fortune Teller, Ride Your Pony, Get Out of My Life, Woman, Working in the Coal Mine. I wow, mean, really? All these tunes he wrote. Wow, you know, I which, had no idea. As we knew, you yeah. know, uh, you want to be a songwriter if you want to try and make money in that. That's business, how, right? the, how it works, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, he grew up in a shotgun house in, uh, in New Orleans, and, uh, but when he was 17, he got a lucky break. He stood in for uh, Huey Piano Smith at a performance wow. with uh, Earl King's band. And um, it got introduced to a, a group of musicians and mm-hmm. kind of got, got into it. And uh, so uh, in 57, 
He was a stand-in for Fats Domino on Domino's record, I Want You to Know. Toussaint played piano, and Domino overdubbed his vocals. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, I don't know the reason for that. If he, yeah, that's weird. If his fingers hurt or what. But uh, <laughs> He had sore fingers. <laughs> but anyway, the, the guy just, you know, his life was, was music. <laughs> he, uh, gosh... What was that? That was a big dragon. That's what I was going to say. Wow. <laughs> right. Be careful. Bone. Watch out. Uh, but anyway, um, he, he, that's what he did. And, yeah, right. uh, and he was quite successful at it. So this came from an album from 1958. It was called The Wild Sound of New Orleans. Alan Toussaint doing the original Java. Ending. That's a different ending. It's always a different beginning. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So it's always interesting to find out where those tunes came from. Absolutely. I thought that one was worth sharing. Absolutely. All right, Leo, it's over to you. Well, I kind of got into a a blues rut, you know. Yep. Last couple of shows. I'm going to. I'm gonna go there one more time. Back to the well one more time. Okay. Because there's this guy I just I just really want to I want to play him on the show. His name was Alex, or depending on how you spelled it, or you know who you talk to, Alec Miller, um, and maybe his last name was Ford. Maybe <laughs> we don't know. But at any rate, uh, he became famous as a guy named Sonny Boy Williamson. Oh wow! Now this is where it gets confusing because there was another guy named Sonny Boy Williamson. Oh. Two. Really? Right. There's, so there's basically two of them, right? So is this one or two? Well, they, they actually, Roger, what they <laughs> did was just, just to uh, kind of differentiate, he was often called Sonny Boy Williamson II. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of what they did. But it gets even more confusing. They, they don't know um, for sure where or when he was born. Is that, that seems to be a thing with these old blues guys. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's hard to track it down, I it's, guess. It says there's various opinions about his year of birth, five of which are 
He was kind of a clown, and he was a great entertainer, and he would often stick one end of his harmonica in his mouth and play it that way. <laughs> well, I'd like to see that. I would have liked to see yeah. that, too. Yeah. All right, Rogers, back to you. Okay, well, um, I took a vacation with my family a while back to um, California, and uh, we ended up in Oxnard, which is up by Ventura Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, so uh, one night we decided we were going to go to this place. It was called the Surfside Seafood in Oxnard. And it's, it's right on the beach. And it was Wednesday night. And they had a fish and chip special and live music. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm yeah. going somewhere with this. Okay. I trust you. The live music. The fish and chips were awesome. Okay. The live music was incredible. Really? Uh, it was uh, one person. Actually, two people. Uh, the gal's name is uh, Teresa Russell. Okay. And she had a uh, saxophonist playing with her, uh, Aviva Maloney, and she was playing like a little soprano saxophone, and it was wireless, and she was walking around playing. Did you say her name was Viva? Aviva. 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 Gotcha. Uh Okay. Uh, but she had, uh, you know, she had all the back, you know, um, the rhythm tracks and uh, all the backup, the drums, the bass, you know, so she had all that. She had a laptop, and she queued it up, and it took it off. Her guitar playing was unbelievable really it, it just wow. incredible it, she's a tremendous singer too uh so and i didn't find a lot about her but listen to this Teresa is the only female to ever qualify in the top eight for the national finals in the rock and roll rock and roll hall of fame guitar center's lead guitar competition guitar mageddon okay that's a mouthful yeah, yeah. competing with over two thousand guitarists across the country she accomplished this by winning the West Regional in Los Angeles, where she received out-of-seat thumbs-up kudos from such Grammy Award celebrity judge guitarists as uh, St- Steve Lukather from Toto okay. and Steve Stevens from Billy Idol. Wow. You know, so these, these High were, you know, you know got it. So uh, uh, in the 80s, she toured all over the world with Helen Reddy. <laughs> so there's somebody we yeah. haven't talked about yet. But then she decided to pursue projects of her own. She and so I, I talked to her briefly, you know, and and, and I, I I said, you know, you're tremendous. And and uh, she said, you know, that's all I've ever done. 
Wow, really? Know? And she talks uh, about how her mother supported her in it and <laughs> everything. Uh, but uh, so I picked this tune because it really showcases uh, her guitar uh, playing. It, it's kind of like almost an audition tape. Okay. It's showing everything she does. It's from a 2002 album. Now I'm going to come back and feature her another time so you can hear her voice. All right. She has a band called Coco Billy, which is just two other people. Um, but this album is Show What Love Can Do, and the song is called Hot Licks. towel off oh brother wow that's that's pretty frenetic that's, right that's there pretty frenetic and pretty tight and i tell you what uh, at live she would just 
like a cucumber man. She That's just wild. just nailed it. So That's it, wild. it was a real treat uh, well, to be go. able to see her. So there you go. Uh, and you know what? What? Where we are we are oh, flat out of time. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's yeah. time to wrap this. Tomorrow's up. moving day, as it's you're well aware. It's always moving day. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to. This is where we go out, police the area, pick up the trash, and then we check that left rear inside dual. And you know what? What? It's my turn. It's your turn. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, good with that. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go do that. Uh, and then uh, we'll be back. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Okay, we're back. Well, we are back. No incidents. Uh, no. 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 None whatsoever. How was the tire? One pound. One pound. Well, we didn't go very far. Well, that's one true. Thing, you yeah, know, we it, were, it was only yeah. a day and a half drive. So. Right. Well, I, I should probably clarify, too. Uh, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park in Brewster, Massachusetts. Man, we're right, uh, we're well, right on the beach. You we know. are. You know, I, I said Maine, I think, last uh, when I threw the dart. Yeah, Massachusetts, uh, which, Maine. Uh, Miss, Miss Needenthal would be so embarrassed uh, that <laughs> I didn't learn geography uh, better than that. So uh, Anyway, yeah, Brewster, Massachusetts. Uh, boy, we're out kind of on a peninsula. We really are out here. Uh, you know, I mean, just not that many weeks ago, we were afraid of driving off into the Pacific <laughs> That's Ocean. That's right. And now we're looking <laughs> the Atlantic right in the face. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, we've been getting yeah. around a little bit. But it's a good, nice little burg. Well, it's, it is. Yeah. It's an old town. I mean, all these East Coast, you know, this is where the boats landed, you know. Right. Uh, it was first settled in, in, get a load of this, 1656. Wow, that's old. That's very old. Yeah. And uh, it was it was part of the uh, parish of a town of uh, called Harwich. But they separated from Harwich as the northern, more wealthy parish in 1693. They were officially incorporated as its own, own town in 1803, when the less wealthy citizens of Harwick were upset that the town's institutions were all on Brewer's Main Street. Ah. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. That'll teach them. We'll just yeah. separate out here. Yeah. We'll have our own crummy little it's town. Crummy. You can have the good stuff. <laughs> and now, listen, one thing, that, one thing that happened is that because of the place and everything, there were many rich sea captains that settled here, you know, and built these mansions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're beautiful. They're still here today. And uh, they're all been turned into bread and breakfast and stuff like that. So it's a beautiful town. We don't yeah. really belong here. Uh, not so much. No. Yeah. We've gotten a few sideways glances. Were they we're kind they of said, the, shouldn't you be on, on the, the other, other side? <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't you be on the other side of town? You know where the other guys are? <laughs> so, well, we won't be here much longer, no, folks. Don't that's worry. Right. Just give us a week. We'll be gone. Yeah. Well, right. you, you know, people ask us. They say, Dear years. Exactly why is it that you uh, you travel all over this uh, great country of ours uh, in that old RV and, and stay in Shady Grove RV parks nonetheless? Well, I think our recent experience is a good reason, you know. Yeah. People are always glad to see us go. <laughs> yeah, you are. That is true. <laughs> Travel from one spot to another. That's you know? it. That's you know, it. Unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches, ranches yes. you know, and, mm-hmm. and they get to do their show from the relative comfort of the ranches. Uh, yes, they do. You know, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the um, Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Yes. Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh-huh. Tennessee, Tennessee Jim has a Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course, uh, Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. There you go. Uh, and you know, we kind of whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. She did. She said, "No, she, you guys, you have." She the- said, "You guys quit. Just quit. Just quit." She said, "You have you have the entire continental United States. That's right. And uh, you could say you have a ranch." 
without fences. And we take that to heart. It's we, true. It's, it is true. And we roam the range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you rambling Oh, Rambling Rose. Yes. Rosie gets us there. She does. Yep. Not fast, but uh, dependable. Dependable. We just take our time. Yep. We're not in a hurry. Well, Leo, I believe it is your turn. Okay. I would kind of, I'm going to kind of introduce you to something. I want to do it slowly here. What I'm going to do first. Should I? I'm nervous. You go, no, 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 you're going to like this. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, you should be nervous. Okay, okay. I am. No, no I, I usually am, am. I'm going to play you a little piece of music uh, that was actually recorded in 1939. Okay. All right. And uh, we're going to start there. Just let me play a little bit of this cut. Here okay. we go. <laughs> recognize that little melody line that came in right at the end it it's now that is either a very early recording of the line sleeps tonight or a very uh late night jam at winfield i assume it's the uh the first i'm gonna clear that up for you yeah this guy it was the guy that wrote this song his name was solomon linda and uh, he was a south african zulu singer Okay. He worked uh, for a, a place called the Gallo, uh, G-A-L-L-O, Gallo Record Company in Johannesburg. And he, he was a guy that did, you know, he cleaned up. And he also packed records for being, shipping elsewhere, right? Okay. So, but he had this, uh, this ensemble. Uh, this is kind of a traditional tribal ensemble, a cappella thing, uh, called the Evening Birds. And they got into Gallo Records and recorded this song. Did anybody know? Well, was yeah. He like cleaning. He was just... sneaking in, and he says, "Next morning, it was all done. That's great. The records were all packed up." So anyway, now you've just kind of heard the first little bit of the song. Yeah, cool. Okay, now here's something interesting. Uh, in that, it was issued by Gallo uh, as a 78 RPM record. All right, and um, Alan Lomax, who did all this field research, you yeah, know, musical stuff. Right. Okay. Well. He was uh, working as a folk music director for Decca Records, and he brought this 78 RPM record in uh, to uh, for uh, Pete Seeger to listen to. Oh, okay, okay, and the, and they were in the Weavers, of course. So they uh, in 19, uh, 1951, uh, they had been playing the song, you know, picked it up and started singing it, and they decided to make a recording of it, right? Well, he thought he thought he was doing a song that was in the public domain. It was like a traditional old tune. Oh, sure. So the best that Pete knew, you know, there was no author associated with this thing, I right? I see. So here's here's a uh, they did this. Um, they called the song "Whim Away," okay. uh, and it was a mishearing of the original song's chorus, right? So they got that wrong too. But now you're going to hear what the Weavers did with it, and and this is backed up with a full orchestra and the whole bit. Cool. Hey up, are we 
Okay, so okay, cool. kind of hear what they did yeah. with it, right? Little, they, they had a chorus and, yeah. a, and a big orchestra. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, they, they kind of copyrighted the, th- the thing uh, uh, as a, a, with an arrangement by a guy named Paul Campbell. Okay. The thing is that Paul Campbell did not exist. Oh, it's just a he, name. He was a, a guy that they invented so they could, uh, you know, rope in these copyrights and stuff. Okay. And stuff. So now, his, to his credit and to the band's credit, they did arrange for music uh, uh, copyrights uh, to be paid back to the original artist. Okay. At a later time. This song later went on to create millions of dollars worth of income. Oh, well, yeah, sure. It motion was a... pictures and the Lion yeah. King and the whole bit. Right. So now we're, now we're to the, the, uh, the version that everybody knows about. Uh, the Tokens, they were an American doo-wop band. They recorded it in 1961. Uh, funny thing about the Tokens is that uh, Neil Sadaka was one of the original members. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either until oh. I started reading up on it. But these are all friends from Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, they they got started and they they went they did really well. Um, they were two guys that actually wrote the lyrics that they sing in the song, right? Okay. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, all that was written about the time for their version of this song. Oh, okay. All right. So now we've come full circle. Now we're back to the tokens from 1961. This is the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> Oh, we know it. 
So now you know the whole background. Yeah, that's really cool, Leo. It was pretty cool. Uh, nicely done. Okay, it's back to you, Rod. All right, let's do something completely different. Oh, what a great idea. Um, the Collins kids. The Collins kids? Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. You, you maybe have heard of them. I was racking my brain. I don't know. Okay, they're an American rockabilly duo featuring Lauren Seen, Lori Collins. She was born in 1942. And her younger brother, Lawrence, Larry Collins, who was born in 1944. Okay. Okay. Their hits uh, were in the 1950s, um, songs like Hop, Skip, and Jump, Beetlebug, Bop, and Hoy, Hoy. And they're geared toward children. Okay. But, they're, but, but it really crossed over to adults. Uh, real high energy. Um, they, they, uh, Larry was, uh, uh, it says he, he was a lightning-fingered guitar whiz at age 10. Wow. He was. He, he was an incredible guitarist, and he was known for playing a double-neck Mosrite guitar like his mentor, Joe Mathis. Wow. Yeah. So here's this kid. This guitar is bigger than him. I'm going to post a video of that. Oh, really? You got a video? Yeah, of it. yeah, because it's super cool. Oh, very cool. So they became regular performance uh, f- performers on the town hall party in 1954, and then the television uh, version of that, uh, Tex Ritter's Ranch Party, which ran from 57 to 59. But it was on town hall party that Ricky Nelson, <laughs> who we just recently covered, yes. first saw Lori Collins. And soon after, they begin dating. In a 1958 episode of The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, Lori played both Ricky's girlfriend and that girlfriend's sister. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to go back and find that. Absolutely. And he, Ricky unsuccessfully lobbied to make Lori a part of the show. Uh, now, Larry wrote a number of well-known songs, including Delta Dawn, uh-huh. You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, wow. Tulsa Turnaround. Some of them were in partnership with uh, Alexander Harvey. So they reunited for a Rockabilly Revival concert in England in 1993, and they performed together until Lori's death in 2018. Wow. So it's just fun stuff. Uh, This is from 1956. The album is called Presenting the Collins Kids. The Collins Kids doing Go Away, Don't Bother Me. There's a little boy with an old guitar down the street from me. With a butch haircut and dungarees, he's cute as he can be. He sits around all day long with his guitar on his knee. And when I ask him to come out, here's what he says to me. Go away, don't bother me, can't you see I'm busy now? I'd rather play on my guitar, I don't like the girls know how. But I must admit, you're pretty cute and you got a lot on the ball. pretty dress with her high heel shoes and one of her hats he wasn't even impressed he looked at me real funny with a twinkle in his eyes i said let's play we're grown-ups and this was his reply go away don't bother me can't you see i'm busy now i'd rather play on my guitar i don't like the girls know how but i must admit you're pretty cute and you got a lot on the ball
guitar and I'm learning how to play And I must admit it's a lot of fun to pass the time away And when I go to his house, he doesn't run me out He waves at me with a great big smile and you can hear him shout Those little kid voices, you know. It, I tell you, it is great. Uh, I, I'm going to post a video of them. He is just dancing. His feet, his boots are going, and they're all decked out, oh, cowboy, he, he, glist, check you know, out. sparkly stuff. I got to check that out. A lot of fun stuff, so we'll have that on the website. Excellent. Okay, Leo, what do you got? Well, Roy Clark. Ah. You know, I, I've, again, I've had him on my list. So I just kind of never moved him up to the front. Uh, but he was just an incredible guy. I mean, you know... Well, most people will remember him primarily from, uh, you know, uh, the Beverly Hillbillies and Hee Right. Yeah, well, both. Yeah. Both. Both those things and everything. But uh, he, he was a very accomplished guy. He uh, he he did the, uh, a uh, what is it, Hee Haw. He was on there from uh, 1969 to 1997. Wow. Uh, that's a mighty long run. Yeah, sure. But backing up a little bit, in the 70s, he, uh, he frequently guest hosted for Johnny Carson. I didn't know this. I didn't know that either. I didn't either. On The Tonight Show... And uh, he enjoyed a 30 million person viewership for Hee Haw. So he was getting it out there. Yeah. Uh, he was skilled in the traditions of many genres, including classical guitar, which he's got a, some classical guitar pieces out there to die for. Oh, yeah, sure. Country music, Latin, bluegrass, pop. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah. Plus, he had a hit uh, song, um, Yesterday When I Was Young. Right. Which I'm not going to feature, but it was, it was a great song. Yep. Anyway, um, he had a he had some fun ones, too, like Thank God and Greyhound, You're Gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that yep, one. yep. But the first instrument he ever got his hands on was a four-string cigar box with an ukulele neck on it. Oh, wow. And uh, he said that he grew up in Washington, D.C. He says, I used to go to all these musicians, right? I used to go in and, and listen to them, and uh, I just steal them blind. He said, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he said it wasn't until years later that he found out that a lot of them used to cringe when he'd walk in and say, oh, here comes that kid again. <laughs> 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 he just learned all this stuff. It was amazing. Uh, anyway, he um, he played with Jimmy Dean for a while and, uh, you know, cut some chops with him. But he did this one song that I really do like. Uh, and it's unusual, too. It's kind of an unusual sounding song. Uh, it, he recorded it in 1995. And the song is called I Never Pick Cotton. I never pick cotton. But my mother did, and my brother did, and my sister did, and my daddy died young Working in a coal mine When I was just a baby, too little for a cotton sack I played in the dirt while the others worked till they couldn't straighten up their backs and I made myself a promise when I was big enough to run that I'd never stay a single day in that Oklahoma sun and I never pick cotton but my mother did and my brother did and my sister did and my daddy died young working in a coal mine Folks 
folks said I grew up early and that the farm couldn't hold me then. So I stole ten bucks and a pickup truck and I never went back again. Then it was fast cars and whiskey, long-haired girls and fun. I had everything that money could bring and I took it all with a gun. But I never picked cotton. But my mother did, and my brother did, and my sister did, and my daddy died young, working in a coal mine. It was Saturday night in Memphis when a redneck grabbed my shirt, and we said, go back to your cotton sack, I left him dying in the dirt, and they'll take me in the morning. To the gallows just outside And then the time I've got There ain't a hell of a lot That I can look back on with pride But I never pick cotton Like my mother did And my brother did And my sister did And I'll never die young Working in a coal mine But I never pick cotton Remember now? I, I do remember that song now. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty interesting tune. Yeah, that's a cool tune. Oh, hey, look at the time, Roger. Oh, yeah, we are way uh, way out of time. Uh, Let me ask hey, you a question. Yes. For, for, yeah. we, you got that bread maker. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you what I thought about that first loaf or two, okay? Well, kept, you know, there's a learning curve. I, I There yeah. must be. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm still working on okay, that. Okay, fine. But uh, but I'm thinking about. Uh, I think I'm, I might want to try and bake a cake. You maybe you should master the bread thing first. Well, uh, you know, it's all kind of the same thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> so you know, we have this oven here in Rosie, and well, we never true. use we never it. Use it. I, no. Does it even work? I guess we're well, going to find we're out. We're going to find we? out, aren't uh-huh. we? Okay. Well, and the best thing here's what got me going on. The best thing about cake is the frosting. Anyway, I have to agree with you on that. And yeah. so I have got my frosting picked out. Oh, you do? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Give this a listen. Okay. S W E L. It's swell. It's delicious. The swell frosting mixes. No cooking. Quick and easy. The swell frosting mixes. Frost your cakes with confidence. Enjoy the many compliments. It's swell. It's delicious. The swell frosting mixes. Have you tried the new swell frosting 7-Minute Fluffy? Makes an old-fashioned boil type of frosting without cooking. So easy to blend with boiling water and beat into a delicious, delicate, fluffy frosting. Such fun to spread on your cake in beautiful swirls and peaks. One package of 7-Minute Fluffy makes enough snow-white cloud-like frosting for a large two-layer cake. Try Swell 7-Minute Fluffy Frosting Mix. You'll like it. It's swell. It's delicious. The Swell Frosting Mixes. S-W-E-L Swell. Backing up, we're backing up. Well, that's what we do, of course. We have to. We, we do back up. It's in the name. That's kind of our job. That's our job. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is the part of the show where uh, we used to be clever about it, but now we'll just get right down. We'll and just go ahead and beg. Beg. We'll beg yeah, people. Beg. Yeah. Go to our website. Come on, won't hey, you? I just posted a really cool thing on the Collins Kids. You did. Go see that. that that's, you know? that's pretty cool um, stuff. There's other weird stuff on there, too, that, You know, but uh, go there, and it's fun. It's fun. Uh, the website for this show is... The derrieres.com. And please, please, we can't say this often enough. Nope. 
Don't forget to put the uh, derrieres it's there. A, it's a tiny word, but if you forget oh, it... It means all you, the difference in yeah, the world. Yeah, if you forget it, you will never forget that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's right. So, thederrieres.com. And, of course, the one for the band. Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three on the front of it. Right. And that's where we keep all of our schedules, where we're going to be playing. And then you can also order our, our albums on there. And yeah. stickers and, you yeah. know, all kinds Come of on. fun stuff. Harvest Come on. some of that hard Come on, let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. You know uh, you want to... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the other thing is uh, if you go to thederriers.com and uh, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you can listen to or um, download any of our past episodes. Exactly. And listen to them at your leisure, preferably in your leisure, leisure suit. Yeah. Yes. If you want to know how that's done, uh, check out our homepage. Uh, our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting one uh, the way it should be worn. The way it, but we've yeah. got to go shopping, Roger. Yeah. Certainly these what these stores, we could find some leisure suits. Oh, well, they never go bad. No, they just last yeah. forever. <laughs> I mean, they're like bulletproof. They are, man. Yeah. They should look yeah. great. Well, that we could take our picture and put a, you know, put ourselves in there. There Jim. you go. We I'm do all that. for that. You bet. Uh, you know, so um uh, the other uh, the, the other thing you can do to find our uh, uh, our show oh can, it's new man it's new you can go to Spotify and you can go other places too you can go to Stitcher I think right and uh, there's some other places uh, uh, that I can't remember right right now, now because you didn't have a list uh, I don't have a list okay yeah but just go look for Americana Roadshow Road show. yeah uh, where you could get your podcasts there uh, you go might be there uh, as our good buddy Mike Carr says go, go nowheres. Without the Darriers. And you know we're going to be seeing Mike we're one of these days for soon. too long. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, hopefully he'll be at the uh, Walnut Valley Festival That's when right. we get there. That's right. All right. Let's see, Roger. I think we left off. I did the last song. You did. So it's your turn. Uh, I found a really interesting band in my stumblings. Uh, and the, the band is called Sam Doors, Riley Downing, and the Tumbleweeds. Okay. Oh. Okay. Now, I found this. I, I, I found some other stuff on this album. It's an album called uh, Bands Under the Radar, Americana for Hipsters. Ooh. Yeah. It's that volume. sounds like just like us. It's us. Are, are uh, we hipsters? I don't know. We're know. old hipsters, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, that's volume seven. Uh, and man, I, I really like these guys. I like their sound. Um, he says, I wrote, the, the, the song we're going to listen to is called I Got Found. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wrote I Got Found on a road trip out to the Woody Good." Guthrie Festival with my old pals from Broken Wing Routine, says Doors, who formed the Tumbleweeds in late 2010. I'd been listening listening to a lot of old gospel, chain gang, and work songs oh. and wanted to write something with that feel to it, and he did. It's really cool. We were eating fried chicken with milk and crossing the California-Arizona border in an old non-air-conditioned Volkswagen van again. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, hell yeah. It must have been 110 degrees that day, and I think that must have influenced the pace of the song. <laughs> and this is another video I'm going to post because it's super cool. It was fil- filmed live in a friend's motorcycle garage uh, with the band playing in front of a bonfire at night while friends cook barbecue and stomp along in the background. <laughs> Uh, the instrumentation is threadbare, just a loose combination of guitar, upright bass, harmonica, and tambourine. But the harmonies beef things up, especially the deep-seated rumble of Riley Downing's baritone. Wow. Yeah, this is cool. You're really, really going to like it. Uh, it's from the album Holy Cross Blues uh, from 2012. Uh, that's the full album. I found it on that band's under the radar. Uh, Sam Doors, Riley Downing, and the Tumbleweeds doing I Got Found.
Some cool stuff. That's right? pretty funky. You yeah. say you got a video on that, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I just posted it on our website. Oh, it's, that's it's, cool. it's really cool. It's neat looking. That's very cool. All right, Leo. Well, I think it's back to you. This guy named uh, Tom Layer Layer Layer. It's it's spelled L E H R E R. I think it's Layer. Layer Layer Layer. So forgive the pronunciation, but appreciate this guy because he was considered a child prodigy. Um, and he, uh, he graduated at 15 from the, the Loomis School. And he was a, a mathematics undergraduate student at Harvard College. And he just started writing songs to entertain his friends, right? I mean, this guy wrote some, uh, you know, some, he, he, was, um, he had already lectured on mathematics and, and musical theater. 
right? Oh, wow. But in the meantime, he's, he's knocking out these funny songs. And he went into a studio um, and the, uh, at the RCA Studios in New York City on July of 1959 and knocked an entire album mixed and edited in three hours. Wow. Of all these little songs he wrote. Wow. The guy had a really twisted sense of humor. And he also, <laughs> uh, he also wrote um, humorous songs about politics and all kinds of stuff, just making fun of people, yeah, right? Yeah, I think I know this guy. I think you might, too. Uh, uh-huh. He's a pretty interesting guy. And I chose this one song because I'm familiar with it. I've heard it before, and I laughed myself silly. Uh, let's just listen to this one. It's, uh, it's about an afternoon he spent out in the park with some friends, and it's called Poisoning Pigeons in the Park from 1959. Spring is here, a suffering is here. Life is skittles and life is beer. I think the loveliest time of the year is the spring. I do, don't you? Of course you do. But there's one thing that makes spring complete for me And makes every Sunday a treat for me All the world seems in tune on a spring afternoon When we're poisoning pigeons in the park Every Sunday you'll see my sweetheart and me As we poison the pigeons in the park When they see us coming, the birdies all try and hide but they still go for peanuts when coated with the cyanide. The sun's shining bright, everything seems all right when we're poisoning pigeons in the park. gained notoriety and caused much anxiety in the Audubon Society with our games. They call it impiety and lack of propriety and quite a variety of unpleasant names. But it's not against any religion to want to dispose of a pigeon. So if Sunday you're free, why don't you come with me and we'll poison the pigeons in the park? And maybe we'll do in a squirrel or two While we're poisoning pigeons in the park We'll murder them all amid laughter and merriment Except for the few we take home to experiment My pulse will be quickening with each drop of strychnine We feed to a pigeon, it just takes a smidgen To poison a pigeon in the park It's kind of a love song <laughs> Yeah, sort of Maybe, maybe Yeah Hey, you know what? We gotta get out of here, Roger. We do because uh, you know what? Uh, we got a long drive. We drive do, ahead of we us. do. We're way out east right now. Well, and we are not throwing a dart this time because we know where we're going. We know where we're going, and it's not going to be a mistake like those other times. <laughs> oh, there was a little mistake. <laughs> Just because, a little one. Because we are headed to Winfield, Kansas. That's right for the Walnut Valley Bluegrass Festival, the 50th, 50th anniversary. 50th anniversary, and wow. it is going to be a time. That's so going to be a great time. We're going to see some of our compadres there. Oren uh, Friesen will be there. That's and, right. I right. imagine Marshall Allen Bailey will I be there. I suspect so, yeah. And uh, so, uh, and, and of course, we'll see Martha. She'll be there. So uh, it's going to be a great time. It'll be a good time. Yeah. So having said that, uh, we will not be throwing a dart. No, we're going to get out the rocket. <laughs> we're going to launch a rocket. We're going to launch I a rocket. I love it when we launch a rocket. I do too, man. Okay. Some of my All favorite. right. Okay. So, uh, well, let's see. I guess we've got to go outside. Yeah, get outside. Okay. 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 Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. Uh, what? What? No, I forgot. Oh, go back and get okay. it. Okay. okay. Got it. Got it. Okay, bring it out of here. Bring it out of here. Okay. Right. 
Now let's see. We just we don't have anything really good to aim with. We're just gonna. Uh, I think well, it's kind of like it's that way. That way. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it usually works. It usually works. <laughs> so far, nobody's been harmed. Okay. Grievously. Okay. You got it propped up. We got it on that milk crate. On that I think milk that's crate. A yeah. Good yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. Let's uh, give it a go. Let's all right. You count got that down. Big lighter. I do. Okay. Ready? Okay, ready? Uh huh. We good. Lit. Lit. Yep. Get back. Get back. Get back. Three, two, two, one. Whoa! There it goes. Oh man, look All at right. that! Oh, it's that's going a lot faster than we will. No kidding! Oh, yeah. look at the neighbors. <laughs> it's all good. That's all good. It's all good. Let's get back in the camper. Let's okay, get back let's in the go. camper. Okay. Go back in. Okay. Uh, well, good thing we're leaving. Maybe we ought to leave tonight. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, this would be crazy. Yeah. So, uh, boy, uh, a couple days we'll be jamming with our pals down in Winfield. Looking and, forward to it. And then our uh, our buddies with Three Trails West are going to join us, and we'll put on about six shows. So That's right. That's it's right. going to be fun. Got a lot of playing to do. Okay. Well, till then, uh, this, this has been a fun time. It, it has been. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember, look out behind, behind you. you. It's a derriere. Thank you.